0: The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hi, I'm Dr. Will Cole. As a leading functional medicine practitioner, I have had the unique position to see so many alchemize their pain and health problems to their purpose. Now I want the same for you. This podcast is the manifesto for a new breed of health seekers, where there is a fresh infusion of grace and lightness into wellness. This is the art of being well. Join me every Thursday for a new
1: episode. Hey, it's Mariana and welcome back to the Life with Mariana podcast. In this episode, I've got Arielle Rezek. She is a fashion designer and owner of her very own brand, Rezik Studio. So I found this brand on Instagram. I saw these pants and I was like, what are these? I have to buy these. I bought them for my birthday. I went to Miami. I posted a picture and everybody loved them. So I thought this episode would be really great to talk to Arielle about creating a brand that stands out on Instagram and all about her creative process of her brand, the sustainability behind it, and what really makes it stand out on social. So if you guys want to hear from Arielle, keep listening. And don't forget to subscribe to my podcast because I've got new episodes every Tuesday. I love
0: the brand. Thank I actually you. found you on Instagram, but for people listening that don't know, tell us a little bit about Resic Studio. I started the brand in 2018. I was raised by two designers as parents, entrepreneurs. So for me, it wasn't like an out there idea to just have something made that I wanted. So I think when I was like 25, I started to have samples made just for myself because I was really inspired by vintage pieces. But I wasn't able to find, I always wanted to kind of like tweak them and make them perfect or a better color. So I started having samples made just for me. I found a pattern maker and then I would wear them and get lots of compliments. So that was when I was 25. It took me a few years to get the confidence to start the brand. But in 2018, I officially started. We're based in L.A. We make everything here in L.A. And it's really important to us. And I think about like 90% of the fabric is made in the U.S. Amazing. And when you launched the brand, how many pieces and styles did you start with? Oh, gosh, that's a good question. I think maybe six styles. Yeah. I started really small. Yeah,
1: but I think that's important to know because Mm -hmm. people starting brands now, they think it might be so overwhelming and you have to come up with a whole collection, but you really can come up with a few core pieces. Mm -hmm. And then how long did you sell those same six pieces before you
0: started introducing new styles? I mean... A long time I still have some of the same styles like the shimmy skirt I started with back in 2018 I still sell it because it's a good bestseller And I just do it in different colors and what did you do before you started the brand I was always a creative I went to school for a 3d art so as an artist but I was working as a stylist fashion oh, stylist yeah so how do you describe the resic studio style how do you describe the brand definitely color you know and I like the shiny things. So I think whatever girl is wearing Resic Studio definitely wants to stand out. Feminine, sexy, but not in like a outwardly sexy way. I think, you know, the way we make clothes kind of hit hit your curves in all the right places without really showing too much skin, which I like too. But yeah, definitely fun, colorful. The girl that's wearing Resic is not taking herself too seriously at all, which I like. That's, you know, who I am. So. It's so
1: fun. And then how do you describe your own personal style? Because I love following your personal Instagram Thank because you. I like to see how you style the pieces. Mm-hmm. And not just a full up, but you'll style it with like
0: a shirt that's really unexpected or Mm -hmm. different like color shoe. Mm -hmm. So my personal style, I mean, it's really the same as Rezik. I mean, I wear a lot of vintage. I'm really inspired by vintage clothing, colorful. I'm really mostly inspired by color. I'll kind of start with a color that I'm really into. And I've actually become obsessed with like a blue right now, cobalt blue. Everything I wear is that right now. So I kind of go through these weird phases. But I was eclectic and I love to be monochromatic. It's kind of like a issue at this point I don't know how to wear (laughs) anything that isn't like all the same color but yeah I go I think my style is really authentic to who I am it's a big part of who I am I'm a true creative so it's really whatever I authentically am feeling at the time which I think comes across to other people Mm -hmm. you know
1: and when you get dressed in the morning do you have an idea what you want to wear do you start with one piece and build an outfit around it
0: I kind of always have an idea in my head and I think a lot of things that I buy go together really well in a way and I kind of just can throw it together yeah. And
1: then I know you mentioned you like vintage shopping. Mm-hmm. So for people who are new to vintage, where can they shop? Where can oh, they gosh, go? Do really you like online ones. or in
0: person? A Pickwick Vintage Fair. Okay. Have you heard of no. it? No. It's in LA. Oh, you have to go. Okay. It's so good. It used to be in Burbank and now it's downtown at the Row. Fabulous vintage vendors, you know, more curated. So it's easier. To, it's not so overwhelming like going to some, you know, whatever vintage shop that can kind of be too much. Definitely recommend going there. Poshmark. As far as vintage i know i have some other places in la there's lots of really great vintage in la okay yeah
1: so i love my hustle pants mm-hmm. i have them i wear them for my birthday Yay. and then i mix They're them good birthday other pants. i love them i went yeah. to
0: miami for my birthday
1: mm-hmm. it was such a good Perfect like for miami there but i feel like it's not just for that occasion mm-hmm. you can buy them and wear them in so many different ways mm-hmm. and so even if you're not wearing the full outfit what are some other ways that you like to style like the hustle pant with like yeah. some things that might exist in your closet
0: i mean i love a vintage tee with some boots like i have like i have my uh Snake skin boots I like to wear them with. I think it's a great date pant, honestly, because it's really makes the tush look good. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But with like a vintage pant or a sweater or something like that, sexy, but not in a, you know, overtly sexy. I mean, right now I'm wearing it with these sandals and this top. This is actually a pattern or a sample that we haven't had made yet. So I'm kind of just trying oh, that's it out. Oh, so fun. Yeah. Gosh, I love it with a sweater, a matching sweater, if you can find kind of like a similar color than the pants. Heels honestly, I like to wear it with other things rather than wear it as a set. Mm -hmm. That's more fun to me.
1: I love planners. I feel like if you listen to enough of my podcast episodes, you know that I say I physically love to write a to-do list. I always have a to-do list, a planner, a notebook, my desk. I love to like write something out, have exactly what I have to do for the day. And then I get so much satisfaction from like writing something out and crossing it off of a list. So if you guys are like me and you want to get a planner for yourself, let me tell you about still So still has products that inspire you to have your best, most organized life. And they have organizational products like planners, journals, notebooks, and accessories. And it really allows you to organize all aspects of your life, including your business, your home, and of course your social life. A good place to start is their get it done calendar in here. You can do your weekly schedule and weekly prep, which for me is something I love to do on Sunday nights. So as part of like getting rid of my Sunday scaries, I sit down Sunday night, I go through my week and I just like to preview everything. I like to know like what exactly is coming up each day. And it really helps me get an understanding of like how much do I have to do this week. So I love to physically write that out. And the reset planner is perfect if you want to go along with an episode that I had recently about how to reset when you need to get yourself out of a funk and back on track. So you can track your morning rituals and your evening rituals. If you're struggling with managing your time or keeping on top of your to-dos, still has a solution for you. There's selection of daily and weekly planners that are not only thoughtfully designed, but also look beautiful. This planner has been a huge part of helping me feel organized, focused, and productive. So if you guys want to get a planner, use code Marianna at checkout for 25% off your first purchase. Visit stillclassics.com. That's S-T-I-L classics.com to get yourself organized. That's code Mariana at stillclassics.com.
0: So what is your design process mm-hmm. like? I mean, sorry to keep mentioning vintage, but I'm really inspired by vintage. So I'll go to one of these fairs or a vintage place. I'll find something I love, but Again, not the right color, maybe doesn't fit well, so I'll bring it maybe to my pattern maker and we'll kind of like look at it and develop it in a different way, do more of a contemporary fit or flare, different colors, different fabric. So that's the process. Mm -hmm. through for design for me
1: and then when you're designing things because you mentioned that one of the things when you launched you still have it today and then same with like the pants and you Mm -hmm. just like launch them in other colors Mm -hmm. so are you thinking like I want to have these as core pieces I want to launch over and over again because I do think you're not wasteful because of the the way that you use fabrics Mm -hmm. and I think that's a great way to design and think instead of being so trend focused Mm -hmm. you're more thinking like okay I'm going to sell the same thing Mm -hmm. over and over again which isn't typical in fashion yeah
0: I mean that just happened organically I like to listen to my customers We usually sell out of colors. So then I'll be like, what color should we do? What color do you guys want to see? And I'll always listen to what they say. The hustle pants, again, they're always selling out. So I just, I don't see why I wouldn't continue to make more in different colors. It just makes sense. And it's way less wasteful. We don't do big collections. We're seasonless. And yeah, we'll definitely continue to do that until people stop wearing the hustle (laughs) pants. And then we'll make something more. But I think
1: it's so like synonymous with your brand. So when I think of you, I think of this fabric and mm-hmm. I think of this and then I know that even if I have this pant, I might want another color of the same ones. So like I got the new bronze ones yeah. and I'm so excited because good. I'm like, oh, this is like perfect going into yeah. fall. I can start with like even like a black tee mm-hmm. and it feels like more daytime or casual yes. or I can have like the matching top with mm-hmm. it. And I love it.
0: It's, good. it's so oh, good. Yeah, it makes me happy. But where do you find all the colors of this fabric? Because like, I can't imagine. It we if- have it. We have it made oh, The fabric. The that's fabric's crazy. made in Rhode Island randomly enough. So how do you go about even making your own fabric? <laughs> so a little story about the hustle pant is I would wear the, a classic disco pant from the 70s. Mm-hmm. I would wear those out and I would kind of like, because they were really tight leggings. Yeah. So I kind of like cut them myself in the back to make a flare and everyone would be like, where are those pants from? Like, I would never think to wear those. And I was like, I think I should make these because girls don't think, they wouldn't think to wear them, you know, but once they see them on someone mm-hmm. else, then they want to wear them. So I wanted to make the hustle pant. It took me like two years to find the right fabric And then luckily, one of my girlfriends who works in clothing production reached out to me and she had found someplace in Rhode Island. So it was definitely took a long time to make the hustle pants. So, yeah, we were able to choose whatever color we want and we work with them and we do the lap dips and that whole process to perfect the color. And then we have it made.
1: That's so fun. Mm -hmm. I love that. Which is
0: scary because then you have a minimum, you know, of fabric you have to make as anybody for going that's going into, you know, making their own line. They understand that. yeah. So you had family that was in the industry, but I imagine even though you had them as resources,
1: it's still really scary to start a brand. Yeah. So what was the scariest part for you of launching your own fashion
0: brand? For me, just putting myself out there in that way. That was really I felt kind of like imposter syndrome. Like, why do I think that I can do this? You know, I did go to school for design, but I didn't really know what I was doing. I would work with You know, the pattern maker had no idea what the lingo was or anything like that. I would have to go home and like Google whatever terms they were saying. I just pretend like I knew what I was talking about. But definitely putting myself out there and, you know, hoping I didn't people like the clothes. You know, it's really it's a vulnerable thing to do because the brand is me. It's my last name. So that was the scariest part for me. And then did your parents give you any good advice that you feel like has really stuck with you? You know, they didn't work in fashion. They worked in furniture design and stuff. Actually, my mom was one of the first people to have a showroom here at the oh, Pacific Science Center. Yeah. In the 90s or maybe 80s. I think, again, just it wasn't a crazy idea to just start my own business and be an entrepreneur because they were. So I was able to watch them and just be inspired by that. Yeah.
1: And when you launched the brand, it's still direct to consumer. Mm-hmm. Did you launch it on social? Is that how you la- came mm-hmm. out with the brand? Yeah. Okay. So that's how I found the mm-hmm. brand. And I feel like you guys really stand out on Instagram because I think a lot of people that start brands now, they're like, oh, I want to look like this or I love this aesthetic. But you really came out with your own aesthetic, your own vibe
0: and brand. So how do you you. stand out now on social? I mean, I think the way we stand out is just through the clothes. I like kind of the shiny, sparkly things naturally. That is my style. So not on purpose. I just ended up having an Instagram that I think a lot of people like to are inspired to follow, even if they don't buy the clothes. It's fun stuff to look at visually, you know?
1: And then how are you photographing everything to stand out on Instagram?
0: I don't have any strategy, really. I like to repost a lot of photos that either we send to influencers or that our customers take.
1: And then when you're shooting for social, are you shooting differently than like you're
0: thinking of e-com or do you like think social first or like e-com first? That's a really good question. I mean, we always have invisible visible mannequin shots, which I think are really important. And those are like what press and stuff use. And then we will do a big shoot for the new collection. And we usually kind of will find a little corner to do kind of e-com more simple shots too within that same photo shoot. Yeah. And what's your creative process like when coming up with the idea for a shoot? I mean, really just pictures I see on Instagram, whether it comes from a specific photographer or even like an influencer taking a cool picture at an art gallery. I'm like, that would be a really cool shoot to have, you know, like do like an art gallery in the back or something like that. I like installation kind of stuff. I'm really inspired by also art and stuff like that too and other creative things. So have like my, you know, of course we all have our Instagram folders and mm-hmm. lots of different, but I would say Instagram is what inspires me for shoot ideas. Yeah.
1: I love saving stuff on Instagram. It's like mm-hmm. my favorite feature yeah, on there. I, I wish I could share my saved like Pinterest. I've said this before and I even told Instagram, I was mm-hmm. like, I wish I could share them because it's like the best Pinterest boards know. of pictures that I've, it I looks so there. pretty, right? I know. Yeah. I love it. I love saving stuff mm-hmm. on there. Okay. So was there a moment after you started the brand that you just felt like things really started to pick up?
0: Yeah. So 2018, I started the brand, I mean, by the way, everything's out of my house, you know, just me packing everything at that, at this point before COVID and everything, I got into Bloomingdale's, which was really exciting. And then COVID happened. And then I just completely paused the line for a year and didn't do anything. I didn't know what to, you know, I didn't feel like anybody really wanted to wear shiny feather outfits during COVID, you know, everyone to wear sweats. So I had been developing the hustle pant before, but kind of just put a pause on it. But in spring 2021, I launched the hustle pants. and decided just to move forward. And I think it was kind of a sweet spot because I think, at least for me, and I think other girls, we were really ready to get out of the sweatpants and kind of like get into something more fun. And just even if it was just girls taking pictures at their house, I think people were ready to like start doing that. And so what happened then? So after COVID, then people started wearing the pants. So then I launched the pants spring 2021. I just think something... It just organically happened it completely launched and that's i had to hire help and now we're have a fulfillment center and, you know it's the whole real thing i'm just learning as i go but I, it was that was when it yeah went off
1: i think everybody's learning as they go yeah, so yeah. it's like yeah even you're people right, that you're are so like right. A really big companies so like right. i went to a really big company recently that like i admire and they were doing something there that we do and i mm-hmm. was like oh we're all just doing the same thing you just think that like there's more people or you like know. there's a better like process somebody else mm-hmm. is doing and like once i get to this point it'll be like this but like it's like no yeah. we're all just still we're doing just figuring this. it out it's we're so true let's take a quick break to talk about food so <laughs> i've actually been doing a little bit more i guess semi homemade cooking at home But I'm definitely a creature of habit and I only know how to make a few things. So like I definitely make some variation of like eggs and something for breakfast, chicken, for lunch with like some rice or something. And then for dinner, I usually have like fish or steak and some sort of vegetables. So I'm always having some sort of variation of these meals, but I'm definitely looking for a way to spice it up. So if you guys are like me and you're a little bit sick of making the same chicken and veggies and rice every single day, it's time to spice it up. So Fly By Jing has really elevated my favorite meals that I just love to eat at home. Chili crisp is my favorite. So in the morning for eggs, I'll put like eggs and just have a little bit of it on top. For lunch, I love to have it with like my chicken and rice, I'll put it on top. And then for dinner, it is so good on salmon. So either buy like salmon that I order um, um, for delivery or if I air fry some salmon, I just put a little bit on there. It makes it taste so delicious. They also have really great unusual pairings. You might want to try it with like ice cream or watermelon or even pizza. And I love the brand and packaging. That's actually how I found them first on Instagram. So I was drawn in by the brand and then I was like, I have to order and try this. And then I ordered it and I loved it. Are you ready to step up your game and elevate your favorite recipes? Get 15% off your entire order at flybyjing.com slash Mariana or use code Mariana at checkout. That's F-L-Y-B-Y-J-I-N-G dot com slash Mariana for 15% off your first order. You can also find Fly By Jing at over 2,500 locations across the country, including Costco, Whole Foods, Target, and Wegmans. Thank you, Fly by Jing. I think influencer strategy is a huge part of your brand because mm-hmm. it's how I end up seeing
0: a lot of it is on social. Mm-hmm. So, what is your strategy? Like, do you do a lot of gifting? Mm-hmm. We do a lot of gifting, which is a really great, inexpensive way for anyone that's starting a brand to get the product out there. I really like to stay true to my style and aesthetic and just influencers that I think represent the brand really well. I don't care so much about, like, followers or something. It has to be somebody that I think that I like their style, too, or I like who they are or the message that they're, you know, representing. We're pretty selective with it, but also we've formed some really great relationships with people that are really so supportive. I have to say, just even, like, you and other people, I just am really touched by, like, how supportive girls have been on for the brand because you guys have really like made the brand so it's been amazing
1: I love it and like I've worn it in like situations like a holiday party mm-hmm. and I wear it for a birthday so it's like from Christmas to like Miami I wore yeah. it so many scenarios and everyone every time is like what are these pants yeah. where can I find them because they're just so
0: unique and they yeah. stand out and they're very like social friendly yeah. like, you want to take a picture yeah them. exactly exactly and they're great with the flash exactly the yes I know they're extra shiny they are pants I have to say that when you wear them you will get compliments they it just will happen And
1: on the brand page, what kind of content do you feel like resonates best?
0: I think real girls or influencers wearing the clothes. More than like photo shoots on models and stuff like that. I know.
1: It's such a balance like having a brand of, you know, you need these pictures Mm -hmm. because you have to do something with them. Like whether it's for the site or for press or different opportunities. But then really what sells is Mm -hmm. like seeing the product on
0: your actual customers because people love to see it. How different people style stuff or how they wear it or on different sizes. Mm it's amazing to post a picture and then, like, get a bunch of sales. You know, you're like, okay, this is what's working. Yeah. Even just, honestly, like mirror selfies are really I'm I'm, yeah are super big for us
1: so do you like posting content on your personal page
0: I need to get better at it
1: (laughs) yeah (laughs) I love seeing how you style stuff so from like a personal standpoint of following Mm -hmm. you I would love to see you style more even if it's mirror selfies like just showing how you like get dressed each day because I think it's so interesting too to see like these pants can really be worn in so many different ways Mm -hmm. or like the top that ties like Mm -hmm. how you can wear it with like different types of pants Mm -hmm. to like incorporating getting the most use out of
0: each piece so yeah well, I, I will love definitely style. take your advice <laughs> because you are the person to listen to. So I'm going to start doing it, I promise. <laughs> um,
1: how do you edit your personal photos?
0: <laughs> is it Teza? Oh, yeah. Teza? Yeah, and I use maybe a filter. Yes. Lately, I kind of even, when we were in Europe, I just posted them. I did without doing anything.
1: You're the, so I, I recorded earlier today, that uh-huh. the second person said, I just like posting pictures on Instagram, like no filter now. Just like mm-hmm. edit maybe the lighting a little bit. Yeah. But like no filter, filter is like the, yeah, it's new, kind the, the vibe. Yeah, it's the vibe now. You're a creative person, mm-hmm. but between work and everything, I imagine sometimes there's moments when you don't feel creative. Mm -hmm.
0: What do you do to like spark that creation again? Or what do you do to feel inspired? Yeah. Going to the flower market and getting my orchids every couple weeks early in the morning and love antiquing. And I kind of surround myself with things that you know, spark joy in my home and things that I love that inspire me. And then, of course, you know, just like I said before, Instagram photos, that I see on Instagram that I save and street style, other people's street style that I look up to and things like that. I'm always just we're always taking so much in, you know, so I'm saving or remembering and have a big folder of backup stuff if I'm not inspired. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Same. And then you live in Los Angeles. Mm -hmm.
0: So where in Los Angeles do you feel like inspires you? Like, where do you like to go? I mean, I live in the Hollywood Hills, I love the houses up there. Those are really inspiring. But I love to hang out at the beach. I'm like a beach girl. Yeah.
1: So would you ever do swim?
0: I would. Oh, Mm -hmm. I would love Mm -hmm. to see
1: that. So I want to ask you about sustainability in your Mm -hmm. brand. So how like what's your process? I know we talked a little bit about the fabric and using it across different pieces. But how do you try to keep that top of mind as you're like designing a
0: new collection? Mm -hmm. I mean, again, we make everything in L.A. Most of the fabrics made in the country. We don't have any really waste everything we sell. So that's really it. And, you know, we've worked. We've obviously started to make higher minimums and make a lot more clothing. So we've kind of people have been like, you should start making the stuff in a different country or in whatever. And I'm just like, it's not an option for us. So we're mm-hmm. always going to be L.A. based or at least make it in the U.S. and That's just always the standard we're going to have. And a lot of people listening are
1: probably aspiring. They want to have a fashion brand Mm -hmm. themselves. But Mm -hmm. I think it looks a lot more glamorous than it actually is. Mm -hmm. Yep. It's like about
0: 10 percent glamorous. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. what do you think people should know before even starting a brand? Yeah. I mean, just know that there's a lot on the back end. Production for me is not fun. You know, as a creative person, it's like it's a whole nother side of my brain I have to use there's production, there's accounting, there's taxes. I mean, there's all these things that are not fun, which is most of it. So, but it's totally doable too. Mm -hmm. You know, it's great to have somebody that can, like I have Isabel, who's the brand director who helps me with a lot of stuff. So I'm lucky to have her.
1: And then when you started, you said you were doing it out of like your house Mm -hmm. by yourself. But what was like that first key hire for you that was like, wow, this really made a huge difference in the brand?
0: Definitely hiring Isabel, who started (laughs) as an intern. Uh And she just like worked her way just being so helpful to me. It was like it was a total game changer.
1: One amazing person can make such yeah. a difference. Like I even know within our own company, like there were certain people that we hired that was like one person mm-hmm. made such a huge difference that it's like I couldn't imagine not having mm-hmm. these single people. And at the beginning, you you don't need as
0: many people as you think. I yeah. think people think you might need a huge team at the beginning. But I was going to say, I mean, it's only me and Isabel. If people don't know that. No mm-hmm. way. Yeah. I mean, we, uh, we outsource things. Yeah. But- you can have a brand like Resic Studio with just having two people. Uh, that's yeah. amazing. Mm-hmm. I mean, we need more people. but
1: <laughs> No, but it is <laughs> possible. Do it. But I think yeah. people think like, oh, I, I don't have enough money for a team or I don't mm-hmm. have this or I don't
0: know. But what I'm learning from you is you're figuring out as you mm-hmm. go. You have one person. You're really mm-hmm. resourceful. The office is outside of my house. It's still in my house. I mean, we don't have like office space or anything like that.
1: Amazing. Mm-hmm. This is
0: great. So if you had a dream next hire who would you want to add to the team um, definitely production development someone that could ha- totally handle all the production because that's a really big job that will okay. that will be my next hire for sure and what does your work day look like a work day i like to wake up really early i like to wake up i like to start working early because when my brain is working i love tennis i've started been doing tennis for the past year so that's kind of a fun way to start the day and then me and the, my brand director will start working probably around 10 9 or 10 And then just get whatever we have to get done that day. It's always something different. It's whether it's developing the new pieces or planning a shoot or going downtown to do fittings or talking with the accountants or anything like that. It's always something new.
1: So let's talk about fall fashion. I am so excited. I actually posted TikTok the other day. That I was like looking and saving all of these fall fashion videos. And it's like been so hot in Los Angeles. So I'm like, I can't believe it's so hot and that this is the weather and the clothes that I'm thinking about right now. But that's just what I'm doing right now. I'm just saving things that I want to buy in the next couple months. And if you guys are looking to shop too, take your shopping to a whole new level on the Macy's app so you guys can get started with a style quiz for outfit recommendations tailored just for you. And then choose your favorites or keep a running list of all the looks that get you inspired. So stay on top of online orders and returns and take advantage of their price checking feature and updated store maps the next time you swing by. Plus, Star Awards members get special features like star money updates and exclusive savings sent right to their phones. You can download the Macy's app today on iOS and Android. I've been saving a few fall trends that I love for this fall already. And one of the things I'm looking to add to my cart is a pair of great boots. So I need a couple of different boots that I can wear with jeans or with dresses and skirts. And with denim, I see myself wearing like a square toed booty. And I found one from BCBG. It's called the Women's Natty Booties. There's also a Western pair of boots. And I've been saving so many pictures of like a pair of good denim, a white tee and black Western boots. These ones from DKNY come in black and white. Another trend I love this fall is a full denim on denim outfit. Like I need the jeans. I need the top. I need the jacket. And I love this Lauren by Ralph Lauren denim shirt. It also comes with matching denim that I want to wear like the entire look together. So I can't wait to start shopping and styling my fall looks. And if you guys are shopping too, be sure to download the Macy's app today. When you're starting out, if you don't have any contacts, like where do you even start if you want to start a brand? Like do
0: you just start looking up fabric places? (gasps) I know, that's a really good good question to ask me. I think I had some kind of feelers and friends out there that I think I would just talk to someone like, do you know anybody that, you know, works in development or you have to kind of ask friends that, you know, ask people that, you know, in my opinion, that's what I did, not really having any experience. And then you have to like, I mean, for me, I kind of paid a girl to help me, Mm -hmm. you know, not that much or anything like that, but just to kind of help me find People won't just give you information. You know, you have to kind of pay for it and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. And I
1: think once you start working with one person, like mm-hmm. you'll work with one vendor and then they'll say, Okay, you need this, this, and this. And exactly. I'm like, Well, I don't know how to do that. Like, okay, well, I know this person. And it's just like yeah. gets the ball rolling. All you have to do is find one yeah. and then it opens up the doors to so many things. Mm-hmm. And then everybody has somebody to recommend. They might not be the best people, yeah. but at oh, least oh, you yeah. have somebody. Lots of
0: trial and error. And even with things like starting out, I didn't know you had to get the zipper in this size and this color. Or you have to get the buttons at this place and get it the, you know, the Everything is, it's just very overwhelming, but you do learn. If I can do it, anybody can do it. Believe me. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So I love your personal style. If people are inspired by you, do
0: you have any styling tips for people? I do. I was thinking about it. I think a styling, I have a few. I think right now I'm really into like either a baggy bottom, tight top or a tight top, right? baggy top, tight bottom, you know, to be sexy. I feel like it's nice to kind of be not all too much. That's a way, cute way to be like a cool girl way to be sexy. I'd say. That's kind of more of like a practical tip I'm doing right now, even though right now I'm baggy, everything. And then I would just say just style true to yourself. I feel like if you're wearing something you're not comfortable in, it's going to show. I think, again, the reason why people like my style and are kind of gravitated towards it because it's really coming from within and it's really authentic to me and I feel comfortable in what I'm wearing. So I think sometimes people that are trying to be too trendy just doesn't look as good you know so whatever you feel comfortable in, I would say
1: I think you definitely inspired me to wear more color because I love the way happy. you mix and match colors together too so you'll have like different tones of something together mm-hmm. even right now I know if people can't see your shoes you're wearing blue with orange mm-hmm. so I love the color combinations Thank of those you. together so following you I just like to see the different Yay. ways you mix and match things I think you were at a wedding and you had like a dress on with like mm-hmm. feathers and I was like okay I have to order this dress yeah that was that's what I don't want to wear borrow it time. Never, I don't know what I'm
0: gonna wear it next <laughs> it's just in the closet I
1: love it okay so do you have best and worst advice you've ever received?
0: Oh, I think just like what I was saying with going into the brand and feeling really kind of self-conscious to start something and kind of being like, who do I think I am to start a brand? This is kind of before there were so many Instagram brands. I guess just the advice, it's not really advice, but just my friends really pushing me to do it and tell me that I could do it and giving me that kind of support that just that you can't do it. My advice, you know, is that you really can start the brand and
1: it's okay. I think for me when we started the brand, we really wanted to launch with jet lag mask. Mm-hmm. And people were telling us advice, people in the industry were that had like decades of experience. Like, mm-hmm. no, you really shouldn't launch with this, you should launch with something that has like mm-hmm. more of like a this or that. Mm-hmm. And we didn't take their advice because mm-hmm. we felt in our yes. gut that this was the right thing yes. to do. So I we opted to not take their advice. Mm-hmm. So I, I would say, like, don't listen to advice just because you think somebody has more experience than you mm-hmm. or you think they have this great thing because it might not be the right thing for you. Mm-hmm. And so for me, that was something that was so valuable, of like just going with your gut. Yeah, And you don't have to listen to what everybody else yeah. says all the time. That's <laughs> a really,
0: really good point. And that actually really goes into my story too because I feel like people... Like, you should make... I mean, I love the... I really, really love wearing black, too. But people, like, you should make the black... Like, make it in black. And so I did it, and then nobody bought it. Because it didn't feel authentic to Resic Studio. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So I definitely can relate to that as well.
1: Yeah, you're definitely, like... Color and fun is, like, what I want yeah, exactly. to come you for. And it's, like... There's black pants somewhere else. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and I think also, kind of what you were saying, like, going with your gut and with... Just everyone's figuring it out as they're going. I mean, going with your gut is just the way to go. Always. As I get older, I realize... My gut's always right. You know, your intuition. It really Mm -hmm. is.
1: And the last question I have is, what skills do you think are important if somebody wants to have a career
0: like yours? I think I'm a really decisive person in making decisions, especially when it comes to creativity. I don't have to ask people what they think. You have to really have an opinion and make quick ones because you can't really, for me at least, I could. you can't go for months choosing a color. Even if the color isn't right, we were like, well, let's go for it because we need to make this decision, you know, and just move forward. So I think being decisive, having a vision is really important if you're wanting to have a clothing brand, at least. In my case, I think being creative, having confidence. Yeah. Having an idea, nice. having a yeah. vision, you know, really a clear vision of what you want to do. Amazing. Well, yeah. where can everyone follow you
1: and find the brand?
0: The brand is Resic Studio and you can follow me at Ariel Resic. And if somebody were to buy a piece for the first time, what piece do you think they should get? I would definitely go with the hustle pants. Yeah. Agree. I and I them. would say if you're in between sizes, choose the smaller size.
1: And then like the reason why I love them too is the raw hem. Mm-hmm. So to, like regardless of your height, like for me, I have one yep. pair that's longer and I have one pair that I mm-hmm. cropped. I literally cut them with a pair of scissors yeah, because it
0: is razor cut. So, you yeah, can so it's
1: like I don't even have to get them tailored. Yep. So regardless of like your height, mm-hmm. they'll work for you yep. and like you could have them in different lengths. So yep. I thank you for mentioning them. that because that is a really good point.